Welcome to the Small Scale Life Podcast. Your hosts, Tom and Julie, talk about gardening, homesteading, wellness, and connecting with people and nature from their home in Wisconsin's Driftless area. Join us as we learn, do, grow, and be a little better every day. Tom. Hey, everybody. Hi. Happy Friday. It's a beautiful day today, and we're starting out here in the backside, the back part of Driftless Oaks Farm. You can kind of see the property here, and there's a reason why I'm doing this, and I'll show you why in just a second. Just that. Okay, here we go. So we are back by the blue barn coming out. There's a chicken coop on the right, camper on the left, house and garage on the left here. And away we go, down our 420-foot driveway of fun and excitement. And there is a reason why I'm doing this. Hope your Friday's going well so far. A little wet here in the driveway at the low spot. And coming up here to the driveway, we've got big news, huge news. That, right there. Let's take this off for a second. That right there we see that what does that say coming soon coming soon so let's get you up to speed on what's going on and what what we're doing and why so yes we are selling driftless oaks farm our little farm here in western wisconsin uh it's big news it's a big decision and uh, you know when you go out looking at properties and, and you're looking at things and you're like, where am I going to plant my flag? Where am I going to put those roots seriously deep? Where are we going to be for the rest of our lives? We thought this was it. We really did. We were super excited uh, almost two years ago now. Super excited. We thought we had the spot. We thought we would be doing all the things, growing all the things, maybe have some chickens jules mentioned goats at one time i mean there was a lot of ideas we even thought about totally rebranding and becoming the the farm flower and the farm flower and garden show and we actually opened up a business driftless oaks farm and driftless oaks flower company and uh we were going to be all in go all in on that stuff and none of it happened <laughs> none of it happened according to plan yeah we just decided that wasn't the path um just things you know the universe takes us in different directions sometimes 2022 was a really hard year we were going to go all in and all that stuff especially the flower farm and doing weddings and maybe building out that blue barn have gatherings there was so much on the plate so many things planned we had greta the puppy we got her in january and then just 22 fell, 2022 just fell apart just fell apart and and uh we had ryan in the hospital for four days we almost lost him uh september we lost danny our oldest son across the bridge and these things and and greta we had to rehome her it just it was too much. It was just, it was too much. And, you know, trying to figure out what to do with the house, it, it was like every road was blocked. 
and it, and we just kind of were like, huh. We do a lot of thinking. You know, what are we doing, and why are we doing this? Is this working for us? And the answer was no, it's not. You know, I just turned 50 in January. And you start to think about getting older. And what do you want for the remaining time on this spinning little globe? What do you want to do? Do you want to work on a farm and, you know, have that your identity and, and that's who you are and that's what you're doing? And uh, cutting wood, I mean, I've got 100 years worth of wood in the, on the ground in the woods, and I could just cut wood forever. Maybe sell that and sell comfrey and, you know, grow some veggies. And, and, and all that is good. All that is great. And, and people should do that. But you start to think about, what am I doing? And is it working for me? And the answer is no. Nope. No. Especially as we get older, you know, um, knees don't work so well you start to shuffle a little bit we have one small little bedroom on the main floor and we stay upstairs right now ryan has the main floor room it's an old farmhouse right so it's got some wicked stairs we would have to move downstairs and we want main floor living for the future that's what we want you know ranch style house not multi-level not split level not two-story but a ranch style house. That's what we wanted. And you put all these things together and, the, and what we really like to do, what we really want to do is we want to have the time to spend with family, with friends, build a community, do some gardening. I love the garden. I've talked to so many homesteaders lately that are, that are not doing what they love or just so bogged down with other projects they don't garden anymore they haven't gardened in years others are leaving completely i know uh, one person down in tennessee she decided to, to move home and another one or not move home but move back to wisconsin so she left tennessee sold her sold her place i know another person down in oklahoma in oklahoma she is leaving they're getting ready to sell their homestead and they're about the same price we are and they're getting out of it you look at uh, Brian Oleskovich from the Lots, Lots Project. Brian and Corey, they are on the road. They sold their homestead uh, up near Mille Lacs, and they are on the road, and that's what they do. That's how they live. They're living off, living, uh, living the life they want to. You look at uh, my friend Jason Gray and, and all their family. Uh, a couple years ago, they sold their farm in Colorado, and they are... They are now working for the National Park Service, and they travel around to different parks. So we make ideas. We have these ideas. The point is we have these ideas about what we think we want to do, and we get all the hype from other podcasters and people and talking heads and other people doing it that talk about all the, the cool stuff. They don't talk about the hard stuff, right? And they don't talk about the other intangibles, the other things that you want to do with your life. The hard stuff, you know, getting up and plowing that driveway, 420 feet of fun. And a truck that may or may not work, the four-wheel drive may or may not work, and you get it stuck seven times in the, in the little itty-bitty hill by the blue barn. Or you bend your snowplow to bend the shank, and then you got to get that all fixed, and then you got to get your four-wheel drive fixed. You do all that, and then your truck completely dies, just dies. The engine is dead. 
<laughs> that happened. That happened. Uh-uh. Um, or just weird stuff happens. Just, uh, you know, all houses need maintenance. All properties need maintenance. And how much are you going to put in to a 1900s farmhouse? How much are you going to do that? How, what are you going to spend your time on? You know? Can you make that old farmhouse into what you want to to suit your needs? And the answer we found was, nope, nope, not, no, not, <laughs> it costs a hell of a lot of money. And then you're talking about building new. And what do you build? A barn dominium? Well, you could with the blue barn, but you'd have to pretty much tear it down and then rebuild it because it was built for ag purposes. And ag purposes are different than residential purposes truss spacings, pole spacings, all that stuff. And then you look at rolling in a manufactured home. You know, you still have to build a full basement, at least the company we talked to. I know there's others that you can build a crawl space and all that stuff, but we would want a full basement. You know, just, it gives you, we've, we've learned, we've learned. You know, we were all high on the supply about barn dominiums and slab on grade homes, but you we've learned that having that extra space in the basement and while we're minimalists having that extra space in the basement to work on mechanicals to have a mechanical room to um to have extra bedrooms or a bathroom that's golden that really makes your property shine and yes you can do the slab on grade and they work great sure absolutely but we've got things we want to do (laughs) we've got ideas and we want we, we do things, so we need a little extra space. That's just the way it is. So, yeah, a lot of decisions, a lot of thoughts. Um, we, this has been a decision in the making uh, all in 2022. I think, well, I know Jules was there before I was, and we'll get her on the podcast and let her talk about the, her thought process. Uh, really, I started thinking about it hot and heavy after, uh, after September and around December when we're down in Texas I made the call to my realtor to our realtor friend great great gal Sarah she is awesome we love her she helped us buy and sell Eagles Ridge buy and now sell this property and uh, we just said it's time it's we got to go and so it's been a process of, we had her out, she looked at th- some things, we had a punch list of things we wanted to get done. She added to that, and then uh, <laughs> and then we got at it, we got after it. I laughed because a couple of things, it was like, no, we're not going to do that, and then I got overruled, and yes, we did do that. So one of the things was the kitchen floor, and that was a project that was freaking me out because I've never, I've never done anything with tile. I mean, seriously, never did anything with tile. That includes tearing it up, tearing up the underlayment, getting it all prepped. Fortunately, we've got good friends. We've got friends that do that kind of thing. And Will, our friend, did a great job with the floor. That was kind of a, a, you know, it actually delayed us from getting out of the market because we decided to do that project. But it did, it turned out really well. And I'm glad we spent the money to do it. The other project, the big one, was soffit and fascia. The, The property needed new soffit and fascia on the house, it needed it on the garage, and and, need, and the landing needed a little repair too. So our friends, uh, Tim and Bert, they came over and we hired them and they got her done. And it just, man, it really looked good. It looks great. 
and it just gives it, it cleans everything up, seals off the house. I mean, just awesome. So we've done a lot of painting. We've done a lot of cleaning, did some fixing, uh, did a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of cleanup. Um, and we're ready. So uh, on Thursday this week, uh, 419, we um, actually 418. Let me back up even more of that. So right after, right before the uh, we went on vacation down in Florida, we had a uh, a, uh, a dumpster brought in, and uh, we did a lot of clean out. Did our we did our minimalism thing? It's time to get rid of stuff, and it just feels so good to get rid of stuff, and uh, you know, and, and begin that process. And I'll be talking a lot more about that um, in the future. But uh, it felt really good to do that, and um, you know, it. We had the dumpster. We I made the call on Monday. We rolled it out got it out of here. And then, uh, and then the next day was, uh, the same day. It was the 19th. Sorry. I'm, I'm getting a little scattered here. So the 19th, no, the 18th, we had pictures. So we had, uh, the photographer out he took drone shots. He came out and did all the pictures. And while they were doing the interior, um, the roll on roll off truck came in, picked up that dumpster and got it out of there. So all of our pictures don't have the dumpster in it, which is amazing. I mean, the timing is just amazing. And then we went, uh, we went as a coming soon listing on the 19th and, um, it, uh, we suddenly were still getting showing. So we've got five showings booked and, uh, this is the second day now. So I'm expecting some more showings to pop up. I mean, the, the amazing thing is we are the only property in Pierce County that I can see, that I see right now. We're the only 10-acre property that's, that's $300,000. It's amazing to me. And so we are, I, I'm expecting it to go and uh, to get a lot of interest just because there's no property like it. There's no hobby farms out there that, that someone could actually afford. I mean, you see anything with, with a newer house and, um, and some land, it's in the high threes or fours. It's just, it's amazing how the, the market is just exploded. So, so that's the deal. We are selling, we are selling Driftless Oaks Farm. We're going to be moving a little closer to either Red Wing, River Falls, maybe Hudson, Cannon Falls, somewhere down in this area. We really love it out here. I mean, the beautiful thing about Driftless Oaks Farm is it got us out here. We're going to close the Driftless Oaks Farm chapter. We're going to open up a new one. Uh, we're going to, you know, I talked about a month ago uh, on the Small Scale Life podcast about tipping points, these major events that change your life, tipping points and getting back to basics. So we're getting back to basics and what those basics are for us, minimalism, gardening, just having a small scale life. And uh, our motto is less is more. I mean, we, we, we upscaled our life and, you know, we we got 10 acres and it was a lot. It was a lot. And there's an Eagle. So where am I right now? I am, uh, I'm right in front of, uh, the Laura Ingalls Wilder homestead right here. This is a replica of her house. And there is an Eagle flying, flying over the house in the distance. <laughs> it's very symbolic, just very symbolic. I mean, if you listen to the small scale life podcast for a while, you know that Laura Ingalls Wilder, 
really started the journey back in 2009, 2008. That was my tipping point is the crash of 2008 and the housing crisis and all the, the problems that happened with the economy, with my job, everything. And that was where it's where I started thinking about being a more self reliant, me being more resilient, starting to garden, starting to can doing all that stuff. And we've drifted so far away from that in the farm right now. We have, I mean, I canned a little bit last year, but basically since we've moved, uh, since we moved from the farm, uh, from our North Minneapolis house, I haven't done any of that stuff. I just haven't, I haven't had a garden since 2020. It's hard to do a garden blog or garden stuff when you don't have a garden. Right. And I know I, I can, you can grow in anything as long as you have light water and nutrients. And, and I did do seedlings last year. I did do some tomatoes and stuff last year, but it was really a half-hearted effort because we had so many thing, other things happening and we were concentrated on so many other things that it just, it didn't work the way I, I intended and I wanted. So it's time to get back to basics. What do you really love? What, what brings you joy? What's going to make you shine? Folks, I have to tell you, the homesteading thing ain't it for me. I mean, it is on it is on a smaller piece of property, gardening, you know, being more self-reliant. But having a big piece of land is just, it's a little overwhelming right now. And I just, I, I, we'd like to do some other things. We'd like to have some other adventures. So coming here to the Laura Ingalls Wilder homestead was, was kind of symbolic on my part. I, I wanted to do that because... It's kind of closing a chapter. I'm not Pa Ingalls. Julie's not Ma Ingalls. We're very far from that. I like the garden. I like the can. I like to have less. Is I like less is more. I like to go kayaking. I like my little adventures. I'm a I'm a professional wanderer, and I love it. And that's what I'm going to do. You know, uh, there's things that we do very well, and we can we can work with a lot of properties. We can clean a lot of stuff up, but I'm not going to have sheep. I'm not going to have goats. I'm not going to have horses. I'm not going to have cows. Hell folks, I'm not even going to have chickens. And, and right now I, I can't even see myself having bees. I don't, I don't know. I mean, you can be homesteading is a pretty wide open subject. You can do a lot of different things and you can, and, and my friend Harold, Harold Thornbro, uh, from modern homesteading podcast, um, he talked about homesteading where you are and you don't need a 10 acre piece of land. And that's true. And that is very true. I've grown vegetables on asphalt before Jules and I were having this discussion last night about, you know, are you worried about a quarter acre piece of property? And I'm like, mm, no, I mean, I sure I'd love a little more space. Cause we got more shit. We got more stuff. We got more shit. I mean, I have an ATV. Where am I going to put that? I have, a boat trailer and I have a regular trailer and we've got, we're going to have four vehicles. Where are we going to put all that stuff? We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. But I have grown vegetables on asphalt before I've done it on a postage stamp piece of property. We can make a quarter acre work. We can make a third of an acre work. And, and I think, you know, we'll see where, where the river takes us. We'll see where, where the universe brings us. Maybe we'll have a five acre piece of property, maybe a two acre piece of property that we can have recreation on and, and have a little shed with some stuff. Maybe we'll buy a house and it'll have a shed. Maybe we'll put a shed in, you know, these are things that you can overcome. We've done this before. 
We are not in new and uncharted territory. But the the reality is, I'm not mine. I'm not Pyongles. Jules not Pyongles. We're we're not these people. This this way of life. Um, people are doing it and they're killing it. But right now, I think it would kill us. <laughs> so we'll let others do it. And and the beautiful thing is, I love those people and I love talking with them. I love I love the idea of it. I love uh, our friends over here at Good Turn Farm to my left, to the screen's left. They're doing a market garden over here and they're on part of this historic property. Part of the Ingalls Homestead is on their property. And uh, we love their produce. We, we love buying from them and supporting them. And a lot of locals do. A lot of the locals buy here. A lot of the local restaurants buy here too. And they, they do a great job. And let's help them. I do other things really well. Why not do those and concentrate on those? I don't have to do all the things. And, and neither do you. And that's the real reality. You don't have to do all the things. You can let some other folks do some stuff and pay them for it and pay them well and thank them for it and have gratitude and appreciation. But you don't have to do it all yourself. That's what community is all about. That's what we want to build, too. And we're not doing it out here. It's too remote. Got to be closer to a little town. We don't want to go back to the Twin Cities, but we do want to be closer to a little town. So, Mon Ingles, I salute you. You have, you have gotten me on the path. But our paths are diverging a little bit, and we're going to go our own way. And what does small-scale life look like in the future? What is it? Well, we'll do more of what we do, but we might see changes. I don't know. We'll see. To, to have a truly small-scale life, I think it's for, different for everyone. But for us, less is more. Minimalism. Being smart, making smart moves. Do I have regrets? Nah. We learned each time. We learn with everything. But I did tell Jules, once we plant the flag, I'm not moving for a long time. I don't know, folks. This move is it, it's, it's a little harder. <laughs> than the other ones so we just want to plant the flag and, and keep learning doing and growing and being a little better every day this moving thing is just so chaotic it's time to stop rolling have that home base and uh wander at other times you know what i mean so okay everybody this is tom from small scale life remember to learn do grow be a little better every day big changes here at small scale life and that's okay. Sorry. I was a little discombobulated. I've wandered a little bit in this conversation, but, um, this is important stuff. And, uh, you know, for your own life, I hope you sit, this is why I've been talking about doing, asking the hard questions and doing that deep thinking and thinking about what you want to do and who you want to be and who you want. You, we might have a day, 10 days, a month, a year, five years, 10 years, maybe, maybe 50 years. Who knows how long we're on this planet, but what are you going to do with that time? How are you going to live your life? Who do you want to be? I don't want to be Pie Ingles. I'm going to be somebody else. I'm going to be Tom. That's what my friend, good friend, Amy Dingman told me once on a farmer's kind of life. We were having a chat. She said, why don't you just be Tom? Who's Tom? 
great question. That is the right question. So happy Friday, everybody. Big change in small scale life. Remember to learn to grow, be a little better every day. I know I keep doing that, but uh, I am truly going to go now. So take care, everybody. We'll talk to you real soon. In closing, from the north to the south, from the east to the west, and everywhere in between, may the gods, spirits, and folk be blessed at this place. May we heal the land and protect the soil, animals, and plants. May we live in strength and love, leading the way as we learn, do, grow, and be a little better every day. This is Tom from the Small Scale Life Podcast. We'll be back with another show. In the meantime, stay safe and take care, everybody. This has been a production of Small Scale Life Media. Excuse me.